Thanks for listening to The Rebuild with me, Rob Staten. Today, I had a chance to speak with Western Michigan quarterback, Caleb Ellaby. It was a pleasure to speak with Caleb, and I think you'll enjoy hearing about his hopes for the NFL, playing with D. Eskridge, and his preparations for the draft. Caleb, if you're meeting with a team and they say, what are we getting if we draft you? What's your answer to that question? Yeah, I would have to say, man, you're getting a, a hard worker, um, a leader, um, a guy that loves to win, a competitor, um, someone that can that is able to put the ball wherever it needs to go, when it needs to go there, to the right person. Um, you know, you got someone that, that you can build around. And how do you prepare for those conversations with teams? Because every team's a little bit different, isn't it? You know, they maybe have a different scheme, uh, different ideals. So how challenging is it to sort of go through those meetings and prepare for the variety of teams that are in the NFL? <laughs> right. I mean, I think the biggest thing, honestly, uh, is just being able to be yourself, you know. Um, you know, every, every team is different. You know, but one thing that remains the same is yourself. Um, who I am and what I stand for and what I'm, you know, capable of doing is, is something that's natural to me. You know, I'm not trying to be anything that I'm not. I'm just trying to be myself. And, uh, you know, I think the more I focus on that and staying committed and true to who I am, being a, being a workhorse, being a leader, um, being a guy that, you know, loves the game of football, um, I think wherever I end up, I'm going to, I'm going to, it's going to be the right place for me. And as much as you love the game of football, and I'm sure you've been very busy preparing, training, doing everything you need to do for pro day, combine and all of that, you know, is, is there anything you can do at a time like this to just unwind? I mean, is, does, do you have to save a bit of time in the week to do something else just to keep yourself going? Because I imagine this is a really busy, hectic period for, for a player such as yourself. Yes, I mean, it is. Um, it's a busy time, but, uh, you know, like, as I mentioned before, doing the same things that got you here uh, up to this point, you know, it's a blessing to be in this situation, this position, and it's one that I don't take lightly at all. Um, I think the biggest thing is is always trying to find ways to get better, uh, finding hobbies that are going to, you know, excel you and your talents both on and off the field. Uh, for example, you know, I've, I've taken recently taken up doing yoga consistently, um, a hot yoga and, and at that. And it's really cool, man. You know, I'm relaxing my body, relaxing my mind. Um, and I'm in getting more in tune with myself. And I think that that's pretty important. Who inspires you, Caleb? You know, I'm sure that you're, you're personally very motivated as well to succeed. But is there an added extra here? Is there, you know, I'm going an extra mile because this person has inspired me or I'm doing it for this someone in my life? Yeah, I think I would have to say my, my parents, uh, my family. Um, my family is really my big motivation. I'm the oldest of five. That's why I wear number five. I have four younger brothers. So, um, you know, being the oldest, you want to model the way for them. Um, all of them are involved in sports, you know, get good grades, smart kids. Um, and, I, and I like to feel like I kind of laid the blueprint for that. You know, I graduated high school early. Um, you know, going being able to early enroll in college, things of that nature is a blessing to be able to do. Um, and, and I feel like, you know, just kind of knowing that I have younger ones behind me that's watching is another, you know, extra motivational force that, that kind of keeps me going, as well as my mom, you know, the sacrifices that she made um, to be able to be put in this position is, is second to none as well. So, you know, I just feel like I owe my family and loved ones, you know, for the sacrifices made in order to get me to this point, because I didn't do this alone. It took a village.
watching a you know fair bit of Western Michigan football over the last couple of years, I, you know you you played as a team at quite an entertaining brand of football, and you were you you were an aggressive, attack-minded quarterback. You know it's great to see a quarterback who's prepared to push the ball downfield. You know, do you sort of see yourself as as like that attack-minded QB? Is it something that you've always been as you've you've taken an approach to the game? Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing um, is just being able to execute. You know, uh, my job is to go out and execute, and I try to do that to the best of my ability. You know, whether that's pushing the ball down the field. Um, do I love pushing the ball down the field? Yes. <laughs> but, you know, my job is to go out and execute. If, if, if I need to throw 10 screens a game, then we're throwing 10 screens a game. You know, um, the most important thing is just to finish the game with the victory and with the with, with the W, you know. and um, the way that you get a W is by executing consistently. Uh, and, and that's what I try and focus on. What is, just just give me the feeling though, when you've completed a deep pass, you know, as a quarterback, you've thrown a perfect deep ball. It's landed in the receiver's hands. He's running clear and, <laughs> and getting a touchdown. Is there any better feeling than that? I mean, obviously you want to win the game at the end of it, but is, you know, yeah. if, it, if it comes in a win, yeah. is that the best feeling? <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. Those, you know, I love being able to, you know, stretch the field, throw the ball deep. Um, it's, it's a rush, you know, it's, it's a, it's a feeling that I became addicted to. And, you know, although I may enjoy that one, that one particular pass or throw, you know, in my mind, I'm ready. Like, all right, let's get back on the field so I can make another one. That's just how I am. Um, but like I said, man, I'm just a guy who loves the game of football, you know, hearing the crowd roar, things of that nature, just all kind of things that makes me, go hard when it's game time. You've been training at, at QB country, which is where uh, Davis Mills was, was a year ago. He had a very good rookie season, very good rookie season for the Texans um, in, in 2021. How has sort of training there helped you? Can you shed a bit of light on you know, what you learn when you're training somewhere like that? Because it certainly seemed to help Davis Mills adapt to the NFL. Yeah, so um, training down in quarterback country, was was great throughout this pre-draft process. Um, Coach David Morris, he's one of the best of the best. Um, you know, his track record speaks for itself. Uh, David Mills, uh, Mac Jones as well. Um, we had the time to be able to, you know, connect and meet with Davis Mills. I talked with him throughout my pre-draft process, you know, just kind of preparing for the NFL. Um, you know, our stories are kind of similar in a way. You know, a lot of people, um, you know, felt like he should have went back to school and things of that nature and kind of the same with me, just having more extra years. Um, you know, he didn't get a senior bowl invite, invite. I didn't play in the senior bowl kind of thing. Um, it was a lot that we were able to connect on. Um, and I was really grateful for that. Um, and we also had the, the ability to connect with Eli Manning as well. Um, I mean, Hall of Fame QB, I mean, speaks for itself. Philip Rivers was able to come in, talk a little ball. Uh, quarterback Nick Mullins as well, uh, you know, Georgia's defensive coordinator, Coach Moist Champ as well. I mean, it, it was great to be able to have such high-level people in the room to be able to just sit back and talk ball up, talk talk ball with. Um, I mean, that was something that I didn't, you know, take for granted at all. Like it was it was a blessing to be in those rooms and and be able to pick everybody I just named brain, you know, in order to be able to add to my game. Do you think that just gives you a, a little bit of a head start? So that when you get to the NFL and you walk into that that first meeting and you and you meet your coaches for the first time, that you feel like, okay, 
this isn't completely alien to me. You know, I've spoken to the right kind of people. I've had the right kind of guidance in the build up to this. Yes. Um, I think my pre-draft process went very well. Um, you know, just the biggest thing was becoming a professional quarterback. And I think that Coach Davis Mills, I mean, Coach David Morris, I'm sorry, excuse me, Coach David Morris, um, I think he did a great job of doing that. You know, we went over NFL um, offense, couple installs, watching NFL film, breaking it down, breaking down our film, um, going out to be able to, you know, focus on mechanics when we're working out, um, being able to communicate, boy work. You know, we, we had a little bit of, of everything. And, um, you know, I feel like I grew in every facet, you know, in my life, in my career, both on and off the field. This is a big challenge, though, isn't it? Because the quarterback of an NFL team, it's it's a big responsibility. You know, you've got to be front and center of, of everything. You know, when you eventually join a team, have you thought about what that initial moment is going to be like when you walk through the door? And unlike a lot of other rookies that are going to go into the league who just want to try and find their place within how everything fits in, as a quarterback, there's a bit more expectation on you, isn't there? You, you've got to be the guy, so to speak. Right. Um, I think that, you know, um, obviously quarterback is the hardest position in sports. You know, there's no doubt about it. Um, it's an honor to play this position. It's an honor to play the quarterback position. Um, and in knowing that, you have a lot more love, a lot more respect for the game. You know, um, the quarterback is, is the leader of the team. You know, whether whether you see yourself as one or not, you know, that's, that's a position that's pretty highly... Um, you know, respect, I should say. And, and the way that you earn your respect is, is through your work ethic and what you do on the field and how you motivate the guys around you. Um, you know, quarterback is more than just about, you know, um, throwing touchdowns. It's about spending time with the linemen, understanding like, hey, this is how I want to, this is how we want to do things this week. It's about spending time with your running back to be able to be on the same page as far as protection. It's, it's the same thing as, you know, it's more than just being able to throw touchdowns. It's about putting guys in the right position and making the right play and making the right throw when it needs to be there. Um, and it's just, it's, I'm just grateful to play this position, man. And, it, and is it, you know, leadership, is it also just about, to a certain extent, being one of the guys, you know, and, you know, feeling, feeling them feeling like you're with them, that you're one of them, you know, something as small as hosting a barbecue for the offensive lineman could be the biggest win that you have all year as opposed to trying too hard, I guess, to, to, to sort of place yourself as something different as the quarterback. Right, absolutely. Um, and, and like I said, as I mentioned earlier, you know, um, I, I'm comfortable being myself. You know, I'm not just spending time with the linemen because that's what a quarterback should do. I'm spending time with the linemen because those are the people that I'm going to war with. Those are the people who I'm committing and, and going to battle and practice and lift and binding with every day. You know, it's a, it's a brotherhood. Um, and that's something that I take very, very serious. Um, and it's very, extremely important to me. I wanted to ask you about two receivers. Firstly, Sky Moore. What would be your assessment of what he will offer to the NFL? I think you're getting a dog. I think you're getting a dog. I mean, uh, his tape speaks for itself. He's a dynamic playmaker. Um, you know, he, he, he makes plays, makes something out of nothing. Um, and, and he's a competitor, man. You know, I know he's going to war. 
And the other name I wanted to ask you about was D. Eskridge, of course. You know, did, have you communicated much with him since he's he's headed off to the NFL? And you know, yeah. while, while he had he had you know he had he had a challenging rookie season with a concussion, but I mean, he's clearly very talented. You know, and and what can fans expect from him this year? You know, in twenty twenty two. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I talk to uh, D.S. Kirch a lot. You know, me and him have a really, really good relationship. Uh, we actually was just communicating the other day, actually. Um, you know, just kind of catching up on old times. Um, but as far as what the NFL is getting out of D.S. Kirch, I mean, you've seen what he can do. You know, talk about zero to 100 in the blink of an eye. You got it. Um, you know, he's he's a dog himself. You know, he like to call himself the alpha, and I believe, it, you know, um, you know, his work ethic is unmatched. His work ethic is unmatched. You know, he's taught me a lot. Um, just being one of the veteran guys that I can lean on, come to. Um, you know, he, he's 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 great, man. He's great. Someone is going to go above and beyond. Yeah, I have to ask, you know, would you be interested in hooking up with him again? You know, is, is that a play you'd, you'd like to play with maybe? Because there's, hey, there's, yeah. there's, a, there's a job opening maybe in Seattle. They've, they've kind of, I hear they've moved on from a big name quarterback. So there's a little bit of an opening. Right. Yeah, no, I mean, it would be a blessing. It would be a blessing. Uh, I mean, you've seen the connect. You, you go back and, and you see the connection that me and Eskridge had. I mean, it would be it would be pretty lovely, pretty crazy to see in the league as well. Um, you know, uh, <laughs> I actually was just watching. We were talking about that not too long ago. Um, just talking about you know, just keep working throughout this pre-draft process. Um, he's a guy I just kind of come to and, and talk to whenever I need. You know, he he has a great relationship with myself and this guy. Yeah, my boy, that would be pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah, look, let's just imagine uh, you end up in a situation where, you know, you are a quarterback drafted after a team like Seattle has traded Russell Wilson. You know, is that a challenge that kind of excites you? Because I, I imagine for some players, they would thrive in that situation. Others might feel a degree of pressure that I'm having to replace a Hall of Fame quarterback. Yeah, I mean... You know, there's a saying and it says pressure makes diamonds. Uh, Russell Wilson, obviously, what he's done for for the Seattle community and, and the game of football, really, I mean, second to none. I mean, uh, you know, I actually love watching Russell Wilson play. Uh, you know, I really respect his game. The true fan, I've learned a lot of things. You know, I, I study him and try to add things that he does and implement into my game. Um, so as far as, you know, being able to, Step into that role is, is big shoes to fill, uh, obviously. But like I mentioned before, you know, I'm just going to come in and, and be who I am and work hard and, and 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 see what the Lord has in store for me. What what is this time like that? Uh, you know, we we hear kind of you see sort of little tweets and reports. This you know, the, people have these official meetings now where they go and visit facilities. Are, are you are you doing that kind of thing? Are you heading to teams, whether it's you know this week, next week, or whatever it is? I don't know when they, these things take place. You may have already done a lot of these, Caleb. Yeah. You know, is that kind of like your schedule right now? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah, I I have different like zooms, uh, meetings with teams, zooms with teams. Um, I haven't had any visits. I haven't been on any business up to this point, um, but I have met with a few different teams uh, via Zoom, um, just communicating. You know, taking them one day at a time, getting better each and every day. And the final question is, what you know, what do you dream about? You know, because I, I imagine just getting to the league is a dream first and foremost. But once you get there, you must have some goals, some aims. Yeah. What no what, are, what are you shooting for? Honestly, you know, um, my goal is to become an NFL Super Bowl champion. 
Uh, I mean, it's that simple. You know, that's why we that's why we suit up. That's why we play the game that we play. Um, and to be able to win, you know, a Super Bowl is, is what I dream about. You've been listening to The Rebuild with me, Rob Staten. For more interviews and analysis like this, subscribe to the podcast. I've got some interesting things lined up, so stay tuned. Until next time, bye for now.